0: Let's continue our coverage. It's 102.5 The Bones 2016 campaign full coverage. You're about to be red, white, and blown away. Yeah, that's what we do around here. Let's welcome to the uh, show. This is Gary Byrne. Gary, how are you, sir? Good morning. I'm fine. How are you? Gary is a former uh, Secret Service officer. He's got a book out called Crisis of Character. A White House Secret Service officer discloses his first hand experience with Hillary, Bill, and how they operate. Uh, first off, how long were you a Secret Service agent?
1: I was a, a UD officer for 12 years, from
0: 1991 to 2003. And, and it, uh, I transferred over to Air Muscle Service after that. And, uh, they I mean, I'm glad that you're writing the book and telling uh, stories, but they don't make you, you sign any sort of uh, non-disclosure or anything that happens there?
1: <laughs> no, they didn't back then. Uh, they started making them sign non-disclosure forms in 2004, and then I was just notified by a friend of mine that, you know, I, I can't say this uh, absolute, but because of me coming out with my book, that they've actually issued them last week, they issued everybody on the job, an email, and, and uh, demanding that they sign another confidentiality
0: agreement. That would, um, that would seem like it should be pretty standard, especially with... Uh, you know, they're so concerned with people giving out government secrets, and here you have eyewitness accounts of things that are going on in what is assumed to be a private version of a of a public life. I mean, I, I'm all for it. I love hearing these gossip stories, and I want to know the truth. But, I mean, it seems like that would have made common sense. Sure. But you have to look at it. I mean, you don't have to look at it, but I look at it from my perspective for a minute. How did I get here? I
1: was the first... Secret service employee in the history of the country to ever be compelled to testify against the sitting president in a criminal case. Yeah. I was subpoenaed six times in the Michael Linsky case, and then ordered to testify by uh, Chief Judge Rehnquist. So, um, I, I kind of feel like the president, President Clinton, and Mrs. Clinton broke their— broke, uh, certainly, he broke his promise before I did.
0: Yeah, they roped you into their nonsense, so you have. Yeah, I get. I get what you're saying. Let's let's talk about sure. that for a second. Uh, first of all, I've been to the White House, uh, not invited. I went like on those tours that you get to go. On. I took my son there. Yeah, I used to give. I used to give those tours. Okay, so
1: that was one of my jobs in the uniform division one time. Yeah,
0: that now I enjoyed it. Uh, you're also, you're, I am completely underwhelmed by the size of of the White House when you walk in there. <laughs> you think that like, you see it from the street right. and the pictures. Like this is where the most powerful free man, uh, you know, p- most powerful man in the free world lives. And you get there and it's right. like you know the tour's over in 10 minutes and but it, it, right. I always ask anybody that ever has any experience in the White House I, I don't even believe that they live there.
1: They do. And so what you see is, is what you see in that tour is the ground floor and the state floor. And then up actually above that are two more floors. and it's really deceiving. when you look at it from, the, from outside, it only looks like three floors, but it's actually there's, there's two basement levels below the, the floor where you were. Um, so it's a lot bigger than what you see. Unfortunately, they don't, they can't show you the whole thing.
0: How much of that property underground is utilized? Like not I know there's two basement floors, but, uh, there's so much land that it's on over there. How far out does it go?
1: Yeah. It's just on about 18 and a half acres. It, It goes out a little bit. Um, the, the, the reconstruction during the Truman administration in the 1950s, you know, built like bunkers for the cold war you know for an attack and and there's basically what's underneath there is actually for the most part is engineering spaces you know all the all the pathways for the conduit and electricity and generators and Uh and these shops for the electrician for the plumber for the the uh the uh wood shop for the uh there's there's a complete uh laundry down there you know (laughs) with with presses and it's just really cool
0: it's like a hotel
1: it is. It's. It's. it's, it's I, I tell you. I mean. I realize a lot of people are, are bent out of shape about me writing this book, but I will tell you from the bottom of my heart, it was one of the greatest places uh, that I ever worked, and I, and I greatly enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. I'm. By the yeah, way, it's, I'm it's, not. I, I. I. think you're right. I think you were. <laughs> you were brought into the the situation sure. with the with the Lewinsky scandal, and you're a part of this now. You're allowed to tell your story like everybody else. Uh, sure. and I, I was just wondering uh, what what the by asking about the non disclosure what the legal ramifications were, which I'm sure you and uh, you know yeah, all about. Yeah, I, sure. All right, I, so. There, there, are,
1: there, there are no real legal, legal ramifications right now. Um, you know, I, I, I did some research. I got my ducks in a row. Yeah. You know, I contacted certain people, and, and so I'm prepared for, I knew what was coming.
0: But you also have to be prepared for the fact that uh, people seem to mysteriously die around <laughs> yeah. the clintons.
1: Sure, absolutely. Again, you know, don't forget what I've done for the last 29 years. Uh, I've, I've Spent my life protecting other people, and and I know how to protect myself and my family. And
0: again, I I got my ducks in a row, so to speak. That's true. He's this guy's trained. He knows what's going on. All right. So so first of all, I got to ask you. I want to know all these questions that I got you. Right. If you're the president and you want to go spend some alone time with yourself, like where's the best place to go? Like where? What? I would imagine everything's got a camera in it.
1: No, no, actually, we don't. The secret service doesn't really use cameras in interior. They use them in the exterior. Um, you know, for people, for fence strippers, that kind of thing. Interior, there's no cameras whatsoever. None. Uh, None. None, none, none. No, because you're, again, you're invading their privacy and uh, so to speak, and and there's issues with, you know, a lot of the White House is working. You got to remember, it's a working uh, museum, so to speak, and very important people, not just the president, but National Security Advisors, people are walking around with information in their hands, you know, that you, you you don't want to be videotaping that stuff sometimes. So. Yeah, yeah. right. Especially if we can get hacked. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, now things are different. You're exactly right. Things are a lot different. It's amazing how different it is since 1991.
0: Yeah, I didn't even take that into consideration. You want to protect some of that right, stuff from, yeah. from getting out there. All right, so if you're Bill right. Clinton, clearly Monica Lewinsky was not the only one he was banging in the White House. What is the what is a pl- place to go where you know nobody's going to see you? He, he knew where it was. Well, yeah. Well, generally speaking, um, what I have, what I ended up testifying about, and what I talk about
1: uh, in the book, is most of this stuff took place in, in the Oval Office suite. Not actually in the Oval Office, but just behind the Oval Office, there's a small bathroom and a small sitting room. I'm sorry, a small uh, um, office. Um, and then behind the office, in the bathroom, there's a, or next to it is a small kitchen. Like when I say small, I mean like one person can stand in it mm. and it's just for the Navy mess guy. And then just b- beside that and kind of behind the uh, president's uh, small office is a dining room. So most of the things that I ended up testifying about and other people testified about when it came to Michael Winsky and other people, a lot, some of it took place in that, in that study. In that small
0: study behind the Oval Office. So that was a spot. He'd meet me, meet me over in yeah. the study. That was where they got... And you found you have busted him with more chicks than Monica Lewinsky, right? Well,
1: you can say it like that. Yeah, I uh, I ended up testifying about three different women. Monica was one, and then Eleanor Mondale was another one. I, and that happened when I was walking across the um, the White House ground floor, and um, one, one uh, around one Christmas, and. Um, I stopped to talk to some of my co-workers outside the uh, map room. And as we were talking, one of the Navy stewards walked into the map room. And as he opened the door, he was looking back at us in the hallway. And we were looking at him into the room. And there was Bill Clinton and, and Eleanor Mondale making out, standing up, making out like high school seniors.
0: Whoa. And,
1: uh, and they, they didn't even look up. And the steward, when the steward looked at, the, looked at our face, he realized something was wrong. He looked in the room. And, um, you know, got embarrassed and quickly closed the door and ran, the, kind of scurried down the hallway. And we just looked at each other and said, you know, Merry Christmas, welcome to the White House. You know?
0: <laughs> and 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 Hillary knows this goes on, right? Like, she's one of those athlete's wives where she knows he's just going to bang wherever he wants.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I will tell you, and I talk about this in my book, I will tell you that I think when he found out about Monica Lewinsky that it was real, when she found out, I think she was stunned. Really? And I think she was... Wasn't so mad about the infidelity because they've been living that way for years. She was mad because it damaged the Clinton brand. Yeah, because it made them look bad and it made him look ridiculous. And as the again and then as the scandal, you know, drew out over all those that time period and wasted all that money, they even look more ridiculous. Yeah, it's enough. He just keeps doing the same behavior. They both do. I
0: and I can't believe that she's able to carry on a uh, political career after the the scandal this is Gary Byrne Gary is a former Secret service agent at the White House his book is out crisis of character a White House Secret Service officer discloses his first-hand experience with Hillary bill and how they operate uh, you say in the book that uh, often you've you've been witness to fights that they've had where it's where she screams and curses at him right yeah well, I,
1: I witnessed one huge fight um, between the what was that over Do you, remember? Yeah, I too. Um, they were, um, they, they, there was an incident um, with some guests coming in the, into the White House. Uh, a little dip, uh, disagreement between the Uniform Divisions and people coming in. And when she found out about it, she did what she always does. She blew up. She, she you know, on a scale of one to ten, this was a one. And she, instead of fixing the problem and finding out what happened, she blew up, blamed it on the uniform division. She went over to the West Wing, and she paraded Bill Clinton. I was standing outside the Oval Office in my post. She paraded him for 40 minutes. It got so heated that we had to close the outer doors in the hallway and, and make staff members go around. And at one point, she was parading him so bad that he was defending the uniform division. He was actually defending us, and it was it was comical.
0: Did, did she know that you guys can all hear her and does it get embarrassing To know that, like, does she care? I don't
1: think anything embarrasses her. I don't think anything embarrasses her. I think this is the way she always conducts herself. She has these, she just explodes. She has these rants, and then uh, she doesn't seem to care. I guess, you know, everything that we heard about them when they they were in Arkansas from the state police and from other people turned
0: out to be absolutely true. Oh, man. What a a, a fun bunch of white trash uh, leading the country right there. She broke a vase at one point? Well, so the, the facts
1: of that, that story are that uh, one morning I came in, I was told there had been an argument, and, and a really bad argument between them up in the private living quarters. So I was talking to a friend of mine, and he said that it, he was told that during the argument there was a crashing noise. And when the crashing noise was investigated, um, there was a broken vase. Now, as soon as he told me that, knowing the White House like I did, I went right down to the curator's office. And the curators are the people that um, maintain the artwork in the White House. Right. And I looked in the curator's office, and there was a small cardboard box with about seven pieces of a broken blue, mostly blue, with some white uh, a vase. And then later on, when I went over to the Oval Office and the president showed up, um, they were, he clearly had a black mark under his eye. He was trying <laughs> to conceal a, a black eye with makeup. And um, sure, the facts are, there was a fight, it was loud. There was a crashing sound. There was
0: a broken base. And President Clinton was trying to conceal uh, a black eye with me. That's great. Those are the facts. That's great. Uh, we're talking to Gary Byrne. Gary was a member of the Secret Service uniform staff. He was outside of the Oval Office. Boy, but uh you've seen a lot of interesting people come and go over your post. That ought to be a great job. Oh, it was fascinating. Yeah, it was fascinating. Fascinating. I, I shook hands with... Um,
1: uh, a lot of neat people I met. Uh, I'm thinking, oh, do uh, you remember the actor Larry Hagman? Sure, sure, yeah. me Gene, yeah. I spent some uh, time with him uh, one day. You know, standing outside the office talking, and uh, I tell a funny story about him in the book where he he looks at my belt buckle, my my gun belt, and he says how nice he, the buckle is, and he asked me how I could get he could get a hold of one, and I said, well, you know, you have to join the uniform division. So a half hour later, when he's leaving, they come out my the Oval Office door where I'm standing, and he says to the president, um, hey, I sure would like to get one of those belt buckles. And President Clinton looks at me in the cage and mm-hmm. he says, well, is it possible to get one? So I pulled out my uh, my knife and I cut the belt buckle, the metal belt buckle off my belt, and I handed it to him. <laughs> and, you know, he thought it was great, and he, he you know, thanked me. And then as soon as it was over, um, they left. I, I picked up the phone and I called my watch commander, and I told him what happened. And he's like, no big deal. You know, go down the supply
0: and get yourself another belt. So. Yeah, that's good because uh, all of a sudden Larry Hagman starts shooting people up. <laughs> yeah. Going crazy thinking he's Secret yeah. Service. Uh, yeah, I just gave him a metal belt buckle. And actually,
1: he sent me a picture uh, a week later of uh, him
0: and me holding the belt buckle. It was very nice. That's pretty cool. This is Gary Byrne. Yeah. Gary has seen it. He's been there with the, uh, with the Clintons. He's been there through the Lewinsky scandal. He's watched Bill uh, uh, maybe sneak in other broads. Uh, do they sleep in the same bedroom? You know, I don't know. I I, I don't know. Um, I have been up to the private
1: private living quarters to do escorts for maintenance and stuff, but you know, I, I don't know about that that
0: part of their personal life. Is that uh? Is is it really nice up there, or is it uh, also uh, underwhelming? No, nah, it's beautiful. It's like twenty five, it's about twenty five thousand square feet on
1: two floors, and uh, it's beautiful. It's uh, it's just as ornate and and spotless and beautiful as the uh, as the rest of the White House, mm-hmm. and in some cases even nicer.
0: Well, listen, we, we uh, hear the rumors. We know, uh, we know about some of the shenanigans that have gone on there, but you've seen it all firsthand and put it all in a book. The book is called Crisis of Character. It is by Gary Byrne, and I, I find this stuff very interesting. And if, and if somebody doesn't keep uh, an, an account of it and tell the story, then, then it's, it all goes away and it never makes part of history. So I appreciate your book, and then I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. All right, good luck. There you go, Gary Byrne. Man. I want to live in the White House. You got some stories. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, he's right. I mean, there's a certain part of me that says, hey, have you seen some some stuff that could, uh, you know, really affect the presidency? Keep your mouth shut about it. Now. But, like, 20 years from now, who cares? Yeah, but right. did it even really affect No. Him? I mean, at the time... No, he, he was didn't... right. He was brought into it. He, it was all public, when, you know, when he was talking about uh, it. I mean, he was saying about uh, Eleanor uh, Mondale. Uh, Mondale. Isn't that the one that uh, Morty banged? Robert Morton? Yes. Yeah, right. Oh man, it was two. Didn't he say two presidential daughters Patty he, Reagan? He said he's the only one that uh has banged two living uh presidents' daughters, around. That's right, I yeah, forgot about on. that. Who said that? Uh Robert uh, Morton, the old producer for the, oh, the day was was 11. With, uh, Carlos Mencia. I I forgot about that. Yeah. She was pretty hot. She was very hot. Yeah. Uh, now not as great, but obviously, but yeah, she was really hot. Boy so and very loose, evidently. Yeah, yeah, like to party. Well, you know, she has <laughs> some power. She's mm-hmm. like, all right, let's yeah. do this. Megan Howard, Bill, and Bill didn't even care who looked in, who saw what, whatever. What are you going to do? Yeah, the only one you worried about is your wife at that point. If your wife knows what's going on, then you leave it. And I believe that guy's right. I believe she was more mad at him at her screwing up the uh, the presidential legacy with Lewinsky than anything else. Doing it with somebody that was inside and Mm -hmm. an intern and all that. That's some good stuff right there. You know Bill was probably like making out with her and then turned and saw people and he was like, what? Yeah. What are you going to (laughs) do? She's hot, right? She's hot.
1: Steve and Julie Weintraub here for the Golden Diamond Source. If you're thinking about getting engaged, Golden Diamond Source is your one-stop destination.
0: Shop, compare, and save at the Golden Diamond Source. 3800 Olmerton Road. Or online at goldendiamondsource.com.